One of the thought patterns that has caused me a lot of suffering or that I've caused for myself has been around the whole idea of determining or measuring where I am in life. In other words, you know, am I getting anywhere? Am, am I making any progress? Do I, you know, have I somehow gotten the things that I need? I realize there are some basic things that we all of us humans do need in order to survive and continue to uh, to thrive. But I realize that a lot of these things that I think that I need are really more arbitrary. And I can, if I'm not careful, I can get really caught up in a lot of thinking and judging about have I gotten enough of it? And this can be along the lines of with my work, with friendships, with uh, anything, any endeavors that I am making out in the world where I am relying on other people and needing to, or it could even be needing to be heard, needing to be understood. These are all wonderful things and they certainly are things that nourish and feed us at a deeper level. And I, and I do want to be open to it, but where I have found that I suffer the most has been when I am able to realize, well, I've suffered, I've found that the suffering has come from when I find that somehow I am needing to try to make these things happen. In other words, if I need to be heard, if I need to be understood, if I need people to get me and my perspective and validate where it is that I'm coming from. These are all things that, you know, that that are really just conceptual thoughts in my head and they don't, they don't represent absolute reality. It's all really just relative reality. This is all just about my own way of measuring where I am because somehow I believe that I'm going to get to that place or to that point in my life where I'm going to have what I need and that I you know and that I can tell myself I'm not going to be happy until I get there. And this is something that I have definitely wasted much time and much energy in my life clinging to this model of measuring myself, you know, on the way to getting where it is that I need to be that somehow I I don't have all the enough of these things yet that I need to keep striving in some way or doing something and that if I'm not trying then 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 I'm then I somehow I convince myself that I'm hurting myself in some way and these are really all just at a deeper level what I have found is that mindfulness practice through sustaining a practice like that over a period of time I've begun to be more aware of these games that I play with myself and a lot of this is all based in thoughts a lot of it is based in measuring and judging and asking these questions, you know, do I have enough of these things? When will I have more of these things? You know, how am I going to feel when I finally have enough of all these external things that are going to make me happy and that I will be fulfilled? And it really is just a mental game at a deeper level. I've At least for me, I can't speak for everyone else. And so what I have really done is that with mindfulness practice, and there again, I don't want to say that I've really done it. I think it's more along the lines of of just I've been willing to be in a space where I can take a look at my own thoughts. And this is available to any of us. There are no special skills required. It uh, It is not something 
that's hard to understand, but it is something that's not easy to practice over a period of time because it's very, very easy to get into the habit of being very attached to what it is that we're thinking. And especially, I have found when it comes to the concept of my own life and who I think I am and what I think I'm doing and any identity that I'm clinging to, any sort of model in my head about who I think I am, how far I am on the journey of getting these external things that I really feel like will, you know, will validate me in some way that will make me more lovable, which will allow me to be more appreciated and more respected. These are all things that are just really mental constructs. And so if I can just be aware that I'm thinking these kinds of thoughts and the idea is not to penalize myself or to judge myself harshly or to even feel bad about thinking these thoughts because really they are just habits. They are just habits of mind. And when we're, when we grow up being very habituated to being very attached to our thoughts, it doesn't mean that, you know, that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with us. It doesn't mean that we are wrong or bad for doing these things. This is just the way that humans tend to develop and especially in the Western world. And what I find is that if I can not try to not think these things, in other words, if I catch myself in the act of starting to feel like I need, you know, starting to think thoughts that I need certain things, that I need to be heard and validated and respected, and that I need to be respectable in terms of I need to have something to show for all of these efforts that I've made. And what I find is that I can be making efforts and and some of these efforts will lead to good, positive, nourishing things. But if I'm so busy, wrapped up in the thoughts that I have about them, what I find is those thoughts are really about thinking that I'm going to get somewhere, that I'm trying to, you know, I'm, I'm not satisfied with where I am currently because I feel like there's somewhere else I need to be. And, and this is all really just a, a set of thoughts that I really, at the end of the day, I really, do, I, there's no way for me to know where it is that I, where is it in life I'm really supposed to be. And really, how can I be anywhere else other than where I am? And I've thought about that a lot this week. I have found that the more that I have practiced mindfulness, what I find is that I can no longer fool, and this is something that anyone can get to this point, I can no longer fool myself anymore. I can, I can no longer try to buy into these thoughts that I have that I need to go out and make all these efforts because, you know, I want to get somewhere. I want this to lead to all of these external things that I think that I really need to have because somehow it's based in the belief that I'm not enough right now, that somehow, you know, maybe while I'm okay, I would be so much better if I had these things that I could show myself and show others. And I've seen behind the veil I now realize that, and this is something that, that it can happen to anyone who begins and continues this type of practice of questioning and really taking a deeper look at, you know, is there really anything wrong with where we are right now? Sure, of course, there's nothing wrong with wanting to get further down the road. But what I find is that self-improvement in of itself can only really take us so far because I can 
try to get somewhere and that's really all that is is thoughts about trying to get somewhere that that somewhere may not even really be a physical place or really even exist other than in my mind if i if i need so much validation from people that's really just a need that i have in any of these things that i need that are external are really just a need that somehow i've bought into and i found that by taking a deeper look at these needs that I find that I have had and have been plagued with, they all arose originally from a thought somewhere along the way. And while I can't, and I don't really need to remember when I first came up with this thought or when I bought into it, it's just, it's very eye-opening to realize that we can have a thought, we can buy into it, and we can take it so seriously that it becomes a way of life for us and that the more that we can begin to relax our minds to a place to get to a place where we can start to see that a lot of these compulsions or needs that we have to be something or to get something or to get somewhere all really arose originally at some point in the past as a thought as a notion and then it became a belief and then at some point we commit to that belief and then we at some point we begin to believe that that's the absolute truth and that that is where we have to be and then I really can find that I am so busy living in that future that hasn't and may never exist yet that I want to get there so badly that I can literally get to a place where I'm no longer cognizant of what's going on right now that is probably the most insidious part about living this way and believing everything that I'm thinking about whatever it is that I'm feeling you know emotionally speaking if I am feeling that you know somehow I'm feeling inadequate I'm feeling negative emotions and feeling like I need to be something different I need to be someone different I need to have certain things in order to feel more whole then what I'm going to do is I'm going going to get so wrapped up in that that I really can't appreciate what I am right now. And I can really overlook the fact that I'm enough and everyone is enough. We really are. It's just that sometimes it's easy for us. And then there's nothing wrong with wanting to improve, with wanting to be able to be better. But what I find is a lot of times it comes at the cost of, and it's a pretty high cost of not really being able to appreciate who I am right now and where I am right now. And that's really what I've thought about a lot this week because I have found myself, while I no longer, for the most part, can, I'm no longer under that spell, so to speak, or that trance of believing that, you know, somehow in order to be loved and appreciated and valued, that I have to get somewhere, that I have to have so many friends, I have to have so many people in my own community, that it really becomes about quantity and not about quality. And these are all just thoughts. And the more that I have paid attention to those thoughts in my head, the more I've been able to get comfortable with the fact that they are just thoughts and that they're not nearly as powerful as I once believed that they were. That whatever I think is the truth in a lot of cases is not the absolute truth. It's just what I have decided for for myself is the truth. And there's nothing wrong with that. I know we all find our own truth. But I think what I want to do is I I don't want to blindly believe that that's my own truth without questioning it first. And I know the only way for me to question that in an effective way is for me to be paying attention to what I'm thinking, to what my self-talk is. 
And really, if I can begin to take a deeper look at these things, I can begin to question these assumptions that I'm making based on these thoughts that I have and any beliefs that I'm holding on to or any expectations that I'm harboring about the way that my life should be, the way that I should be, I can start to really loosen up and begin to see these things as nothing more than what they are, thoughts and beliefs and expectations. And because they are not the absolute truth, I can begin to realize that, you know, that they don't have the power over me that I once thought that they did. And as I've done more and more of this, I've begun to realize that I don't need to necessarily worry so much about where I am in the process. How far along on the journey am I? Whether I have enough friends, whether I'm heard enough, whether I'm validated enough. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter whether I think I have enough of those things or not. Because I, once I've taken a deeper look at this and have begun to question it, what I've realized is, how do I ever really know how much is enough? And then once I start doing that, I can start realizing that even the concept of enough is really nothing more than a thought. It's nothing more than a notion that I'm believing. And it's almost as if, if I don't realize that I'm the one that determines what is enough, And that's not always a positive thing. Sometimes what I think is enough is way more than I'm ever reasonably going to be able to expect. And if I'm not aware of this, I know I'm going to suffer. I know I'm going to be disenchanted with life. I'm I'm going to feel disenfranchised from other people and from the community because I'm going to be busy being the guy that hasn't gotten enough of what it is that I think that I need. And when I begin to blindly identify as that person and really believe that that's who I am, I'm always going to operate, you know, under that paradigm with other people. And all it really, all it really results from is not paying attention to what I'm thinking about what I'm feeling. If I can just begin to be aware of what I'm thinking, I don't have to judge it. All I really have to do is pay attention to it. That's the part of this in terms of mindfulness practice that can be so simple that it becomes very complicated for people. That this isn't about judging the thoughts themselves. It isn't about whether they're right or wrong. It's really irrelevant because how you know whatever I think is right or wrong is very arbitrary and also very subjective. And it's not the idea here is not to get caught up in a debate about whether what I think are, uh, is right or wrong is absolutely right or wrong. It's just that these are thoughts, and I'm almost saying that laughingly because of the fact that I can, if I can just relax a little bit and see that even my need to know that I'm right and to know what's right, at some point, if I play that out far enough, it becomes, it becomes silly. And so at some, at some point I begin to see the silliness and the futility in being attached to needing to prove or really to myself and to others that I'm right, that somehow I really can just begin to live now instead of being so focused on living in the future. And what I find is that I can live in the, in the here and now and be present here through paying more attention to what it is that's going on in my mind. It brings me to right here in this moment because the only way that I can watch what's happening in my head, the only way that I can pay attention to it is to be here and not somewhere else. And if I'm off somewhere else chasing these things that I think that I have to have in order to be happy, in order to feel like my life is complete, 
if I can just let go of that, what I'm really beginning to find, and I have found, is that I can just enjoy what is that I do, and it no longer has to be measured. And that, and probably the toughest thing about this, and I experienced a lot of that this week, is that those those thoughts that I've been so used to and so habituated that you know happen in my mind automatically it's only because that's what I've practiced in other words I you know I couldn't I could not be so hung up on do I have enough of this this or this unless it's become a mental habit unless there's been a neural groove that has been established and those things don't go away quickly or easily and what I found is I certainly cannot make them go away I can't force myself to quit doing these things I've tried that and it certainly it certainly has not and does not work but what I have found is that once I am able to pay just simply pay attention to these thoughts and know that I'm thinking them I don't have to identify with them I can let them come and I can let them go they'll dissipate on their own and this week I had a really great opportunity to experience some of that I found myself at times thinking it just came out of nowhere that's what's so strange about it the mind just does what it does And somehow I was starting to think these thoughts and I was able to very quickly become aware of the fact that I was thinking them and I didn't have to get caught up in wondering, you know, is anything wrong with me? I've been, I've been, I've gotten to a place where I don't necessarily believe these things anymore. Why are these thoughts coming up? There must be something wrong with me because then again, that's just a reaction. Those are just thoughts that somehow if I'm thinking something that I have been able to see through and expose the untruth of those thoughts that I don't have to necessarily even believe that there's anything wrong with, because I really believe at the end of the day, there is nothing wrong with having these thoughts. It's just, if that's what we, that's what we have done for so long, that's what may continue to happen. But if I'm not caught in the trance of believing them and thinking that those thoughts are real and that they represent reality and represent the truth, I can just kind of just really let go and loosen my grip and live much more lightly in spite of the fact that those thoughts are happening. And if I'm not busy believing them and identifying with them, they do really tend to dissipate. It's, you know, the mind will generally tend to, as a general rule, hold on to whatever we're really giving energy to, whatever it is that we are really identifying with. And the more identified we are with those thoughts, the more energy we put behind them, the more that we try to perpetuate those things, that's really what ultimately ends up happening. But if I'm not really doing that, then I don't really have to worry so much. And what I found is, is that I no longer really find that I need to worry about where I am in life. Have I done enough of this or do I have enough of this? Because there's really no way for me to know. I've taken that to its furthest extent and exposed, at least for me, the ridiculousity of this. I'm not saying that anyone else is ridiculous for doing this. It's very human, and I think it's very natural. And I would certainly never judge anyone for doing this and believing these things. And I think it's up to every person. If that's what works for someone, I certainly don't see any problem with that. It's not really. It doesn't really matter what I think. But I know for me... That set me up for years of suffering. It set me up for years of feeling very dissatisfied about where I was in my life, with who I was in my life, and being able to utilize mindfulness practice to be able to just expose these thoughts and these notions and these beliefs and these expectations for what they are. They're nothing more than those things. 
They really don't represent me or who I am. And that there really is no way for me to take a snapshot of myself and judge it and decide if I'm far enough along the way on this journey. Have I made it far enough? Shouldn't I be further along? Or did I take the wrong path? The only way I... These are all things that are very arbitrary. And so I've begun to just live in the moment without really needing to to decide where, you know, do I have enough or am I enough or have I done enough? Then I can really just enjoy. I can breathe in and out and enjoy what there is. And it's all so much more simple. And there's so much more joy around it. And there's so much more peace around it when I can do that. Now, this is not, I'm not, this is not an excuse for being completely passive in one's life. I can still, I still need to make efforts. I still need to do my work. I still need to discharge my responsibilities. But I actually, as if anything, has made it much more easy for me to cope because I'm walking around a little more lightly. I'm able to be a little more nimble. I can, you know, be a little, I can improvise a little more when unexpected things happen. I can have a little bit more joy and spread a little more joy with other people. I can be there for other people because I'm not so caught up in my own nonsense. And ultimately, at the end of the day, that's what I found is that there is more room in my heart. There's more room in my head to be able to really solve the rational problems that need to be solved to help be there for people who who have needs. And I can be more attentive and be more present with them because I'm not so busy caught up in trying to figure out where I am along the way and how I can get further if I don't think feel like I've made it far enough. It's just it's made life much more simple and it's made life a little lighter to be able to live that way and that's ultimately what comes from a, a long-term sustained mindfulness practice and I know that I've not been given any special gifts to do that. I'm no different than anyone else. I just at some point decided that I had suffered long enough that it was time to begin to not believe everything that I'm thinking about what I'm feeling. And it's available to all of us.